gratifying for me, edifying to go around the country. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Happy Every Podcast Show brought to you by Anchor. Right now, what we're listening to, we're listening to Nancy Pelosi and the 25th Amendment to remove our transfer power from President uh, Trump because they're saying that um, him having COVID and on certain medications that he he's not in the right state of mind. So let's get into this. Nancy Pelosi saying that this doesn't 
pertain to the current president right now. She was trying to make the point that this is for future presidents there, but that you could tell that the media was trying to say, okay, then why are you addressing this right now at this very moment there? So that was some of the back and forth that we were hearing uh, for you right here on News Now from Fox. As we continue to roll on here right now, let's go out to Central Florida for this uh, Joe Biden uh, campaign event. The workers at HMS Post, the Jewish Service at Orlando International Airport, who had an election scheduled for March 26th to decide whether or not they would be represented by a union. That election to date has still not been scheduled. It hasn't been scheduled because of Donald Trump's failed policies around workers and the National Labor Relations Board. For 1,900 SeaWorld workers, 5,400 Universal workers, and now 8,800 Disney part-time cast members, all who are not going to be working anytime soon. There's no plan for relief for these people from Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis, and we need that now. Joe Biden has said since the beginning of this campaign that American workers are the heart and soul of this country. Too often, though, these workers are being taken for granted. Joe Biden understands the dignity of work. Joe will build our country back better than before. Central Floridians know that Joe Biden is the president we need right now. Not only because he's a proven track record of fighting for everyday working families and is one of us, but because he's laid out a real plan to actually end this crisis and create millions of good-paying jobs for workers across this country. Joe has a plan to grow stronger, a more inclusive middle class by strengthening unions and by helping all workers get the life that they deserve. This November, I'm ready to set. Okay, this is what I want to get into to too, as that as well. I want to get into about the governor or the mayor of Michigan or somewhere that was um they have a plan to go out and um kidnap her and i think 18 people was was locked up whatever somebody had to spill those beans to order to know who to go lock up and where they were and where it was come from and all that stimulates around trump and it's got trump written all over it and let me see if i can find that let me see if i can find it right quick Okay, yes, it's um it's right here where um Mi- Michigan mayor kidnapped the attempt by white Matilda stopped by FBI and it's got pound Trump. Oh. <laughs> 
you're gonna let these same people make a judgment call on who our next president is? Get the fuck out my face. Uh oh, a series on a decline. I'm going to Montana tonight, y'all. So I'm gonna uh, I may end up taking a nap in a little bit. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna leave here shortly. So I try, I like to drive at night. So I got all my stuff too much. Um, this is from another youtuber but i'm not feeling his content and i don't like um that so i'll go to the next word from seniors angry about senator tom tillis's vote to increase health costs tillis voted to let insurance companies charge five times more closer look tonight at the suspects facing state charges in this plot Two of them, William and Michael Null, were arraigned in Antrim County this morning, but they are from the Plainwell and Shelbyville area. And our Aaron Parsegian live in Barry County tonight after speaking with neighbors and the sheriff there who knows the Nulls. Aaron? Yeah, Derek and Janice, I spoke with Barry County Sheriff Darleaf, who does say he knows these guys. He, quote, has never had lunch with them or anything like that, but has ran into them at some of these rallies. Said they've always been nice and respectful to him, adding they deserve a fair trial. Michael and William Null were among the first charged Thursday for their alleged roles in the plot to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer. The brothers from Plainwell and Shelbyville are now charged with providing support for terroristic acts on top of weapons charges. Their West Michigan homes raided Wednesday night. I uh, was able to hear them say, FBI, have a warrant for your arrest. Come out with your hands up. A neighbor of William Null spoke with Fox 17 under the condition of anonymity. They witnessed the raid and were shocked hearing what it was related to. I had heard that there was a lot of militia people, their right to do so. But um, to the extent that we just found out last night, totally surprised about that. The Null brothers had ties to militia groups and were frequently seen at local demonstrations, including at this rally in protest of Governor Whitmer's stay-at-home order held last May in Grand Rapids. You can see William Null on stage alongside Barry County Sheriff Dar Leaf, a guest speaker at the event. We spoke with Sheriff Leaf Thursday night. Well, I haven't read everything up on it. I've, I've got other duties to do. It wasn't our investigation. So I, I was shocked. I uh, did not see this coming with those guys, but still, uh, we can't convict them in the news media here. They do have a right to a fair trial. Leaf says he doesn't know of Null's alleged involvement in the plot. He doesn't mess. have any regrets about sharing a stage with him. Do you have any regrets from being on stage, sharing a stage with the guy who's now being charged in a plot to kidnap the governor? Well, it's just a charge, and they say a plot to kidnap. And you got to remember that... Are they and he, and he was standing up there on the stage beside this man right here. And uh, they want the to sheriff, arrest him. So are they trying to arrest him for the kidnap attempt? He's a part, he, he might be a part of that man. You can make a call. Mm, I need to dig deeper. Of the militia group. He might be part of the militia group. And he probably don't like it that it's a woman governor. A woman governor. And she gets failed in what to do. And some men don't like that be told what to do about a woman. Especially a strong one or one in charge. Two gentlemen that I know of that were arrested in my county or from my county, were they involved in that? No, I don't know. They're again, they're innocent until proven guilty, and we really, really should be careful to try to try them in the media. You hear what he the said? They really, really, everybody really, really should be careful. Yeah, he sounds like a pure racist that. ass bastard. Um, he really does. Excuse my friend. He sounds like a, a real racist bastard. But, but, but let's uh. 
hear from the governor herself that um or you did you know the plot kidnap governor Whitmore. you know this this is really really crazy and it's got it's got trump's ass written all over all this racist shit and all this stuff they have it's pertaining to um trump's ass for 2020 this has been a challenging year but i am i am fine thanks to the state police and the fbi and the incredible work i'm sure you saw president trump on fox news and on twitter last night says you're doing a terrible job and you all have a you clearly didn't pay attention to what i said yesterday it started with acknowledging the incredible work of the fbi and our state police this was an unprecedented operation um, and they worked and put themselves on the line to keep me and my family safe. And we are incredibly grateful. I also quoted Ronald Reagan um, in his speech to the NAACP. He talked about groups like these, domestic terror groups, and how we owe them no safe harbor in this country. Bigotry and prejudice and violence is not acceptable. What should the president be saying right now? You know, a decent human being would pick up the phone and say, are you okay? How's your family doing? That's what a decent human being does. That's what Joe Biden did. And I think it tells you everything you need to know about the character of the two people that are vying to lead our country for the next four years. We are still in a health crisis. We are seeing record numbers being posted in many states. We are not done with COVID-19. In fact, the president himself has it. We've got to get our arms around this crisis so we can get our arms around our economy and make sure that people are safe. So dealing with hate groups and domestic terror um, is another really dangerous distraction from what the American people really want and need out of our president right now. The details of this plot are just chilling. They were surveying apparently your vacation home, uh, plot to bring bombs into the Capitol, spark a civil war. When did you first learn about it? What were you told? You know, I, I can't go into too many details because, of course, it's about my security and that's everything that's at issue right now. However, I can tell you that I, it came to my attention a number of weeks ago that my detail briefed me on it. Um, and this was a, a, a very serious, thought out uh, plot to kill police officers, to bomb our Capitol, killing press and Democrats and Republicans alike, and to kidnap and ultimately. Um, put me on trial and and kill me as well. These are the types of things you hear from groups like ISIS. This is not a militia. It is a domestic terror organization. We need to call it out, and people of goodwill on both sides of the aisle need to stand up and do the right thing here because this should not stand in the United States of America in 2020. You said the president is complicit with the extremists. Well, anyone who... Uh, give safe harbor to or encouragement to is complicit. And that's precisely what he did on the national stage in the middle of a presidential debate when he said, stand, stand by. That was his message. It wasn't one of rebuke. It was one of rallying cry. And I think that's the dangerous part of this moment. Each time he has tweeted about me, each time that he has said, liberate Michigan and said, I should negotiate with the very people who were arrested because they're good people. That incites more domestic terror. 
And I'm not the only governor going through this. Certainly it's been worse for me than, than most, but it is not unique to me. It is not even unique to Democrats. This White House has a duty to call it out and they won't do it. In fact, they encourage it. And that's precisely why as a country, we have a choice between an incredibly decent human being and Joe Biden and, and what we've seen the last four years. We need someone who can unify us. We need someone who can lead us through these tumultuous times and find common ground. And that's why I'm proud to support Joe Biden. And that's why these stakes are not just personal to me, but to every one of us. As far as you know, are you still under threat? Actually, George, since he, since he first called me that woman from Michigan, we saw an increase in hateful language in, um, in social media. And I think that it's incumbent on all of us to bear a responsibility. Social media, the press, our leaders who have platforms. And so there is ongoing rhetoric. Even the president last night in this tweet storm won't stop attacking me. And I think that it's creating a very dangerous situation, not just for me, but for people in leadership roles who are trying to save lives all across this country. Governor Wimmer, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, George. Well, she's being strong there, but this threat is continuing. Yeah, and so detailed with the way yeah. they discussed it. It's so scary. Well, hey there, GMA fans. Robin Roberts here. Thanks for checking out our YouTube channel. Lots and this is really crazy. So Let's on. get into <laughs> some more buttons. April and Travis are actual SBLI customers. We decided we needed life insurance for peace of mind. Getting out of the military, having life insurance, and then not having it was a wake-up call. That's when they started looking for a policy they could count on and afford. When we first got the quote from SBLI, it was already half as much as what we were looking at with other insurance companies. Find out for yourself how life insurance should be. The Savings Bank Mutual Life Insurance Company of Massachusetts. Millions are leaving big banks like Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, and Citibank. Here's why. When you deposit your money in a traditional bank, it could end up building oil pipelines, mining for coal, or drilling in the Arctic. So if you're concerned about the planet, give your money something good to do. Make the move to green with Aspiration, and join the thousands each week who are switching to save their dollars and save the planet. Sign up today at Aspiration.com. Last night, the FBI and Michigan State Police arrested six individuals charged in a federal complaint with conspiring to kidnap the governor of Michigan Gretchen Whitmer. According to the complaint unsealed this morning, Adam Fox, Barry Croft, Ty Garvin, Caleb Franks, Daniel Harris, and Brandon Caserta conspired to kidnap the governor from her vacation home in the Western District of Michigan before the November election. Under federal law, each of these individuals faces a term of any number of years up to life in prison if convicted. Fox, Garvin, Franks, Harris, and Caserta are residents of Michigan. Croft is a resident of Delaware. 
All of us standing here today want the public to know that federal and state law enforcement are committed to working together to make sure violent extremists never succeed with their plans, particularly when they target our duly elected leaders. The federal complaint in this case alleges that the FBI began an investigation earlier this year after becoming aware that through social media that a group of individuals was discussing the violent overthrow of certain government and law enforcement components. Through confidential sources, undercover agents, and clandestine recordings, law enforcement learned particular individuals were planning to kidnap the governor and acting in furtherance of that plan. The alleged conspirators used operational security measures including communicating by encrypted messaging platforms and used code words and phrases in an attempt to avoid detection by law enforcement. Among other activities, members of this conspiracy on two occasions conducted coordinated surveillance on the governor's vacation home. Fox and Croft, in particular, according to the complaint, discussed detonating explosive devices to divert police from the area of the home and Fox even inspected the underside of a Michigan highway bridge for places to seat an explosive. The complaint further alleges that Fox purchased a taser for use in the kidnapping and that the group successfully detonated an improvised explosive device wrapped with shrapnel to test its anti-personnel capabilities. The FBI and state police execute arrests of several of the conspirators when they were meeting on the east side of the state to pool funds for explosives and exchange tactical gear. This investigation is ongoing. Agents of the Detroit Field Office of the FBI and other members of their Joint Terrorism Task Force, including the Michigan State Police, are conducting this investigation. Agents in the Baltimore Field Office of the FBI, which covers Delaware, have also assisted. My office, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Michigan, is prosecuting this federal case. U.S. Attorney's offices in the Eastern District of Michigan and Delaware are and have been assisting. And the state of Michigan has brought related charges against other individuals. Of course, those charged with a crime still have rights that we respect. The allegations in the complaint are accusations. A defendant is presumed innocent until unless proven guilty in a court of law. These defendants have begun to make their initial appearances in federal court, and the court will be scheduling their arraignments as well as bond and preliminary hearings. University of Phoenix is awarding up to $1 million That's in crazy scholarships how... through this month because hope you cannot opportunity. go out and run for office you cannot you do anything as a study. woman you cannot have no 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 using more roles than that's like a man you have to stay hid and you have to stay uh covered or they want to stay in the house and be a good well, little wife or a good little you know you're not supposed to have no say or no opinion in anything screw that it's 2020. This is not in, in the 1950s or whatever that women have stand out, their damn mouth closed up. The hell with that. Who the hell y'all think y'all are? And trying to play God. 
all this shit started with Trump. All of this mess here started with Trump. And this has Trump written all over it. All over it. All over it. And we have some more from the governor of Michigan, Gretchen. We want to take you to Lansing, Michigan, where Governor Gretchen Whitmer will address the plot to kidnap her. Earlier, six people were arrested by the FBI who they say were planning a violent overthrow of the government and wanted to put the governor on trial for treason. Let's listen in. We're preparing to kidnap and possibly kill me. When I put my hand on the Bible and took the oath of office 22 months ago, I knew this job would be hard. But I'll be honest, I never could have imagined anything like this. I want to start by saying thank you to our law enforcement. Thank you to the fearless FBI agents. And thank you to the brave Michigan State Police Troopers who participated in this operation, acting under the leadership of Colonel Joe Gasper. I also want to thank Attorney General Nessel and the U.S. Attorneys Birch and Schneider and their teams for pursuing criminal charges that hopefully will lead to convictions bringing these sick and depraved men to she justice. She must be a Democrat. As a mom with two teenage daughters and three stepsons, my husband and I are eternally grateful to everyone who put themselves in harm's way to keep our family safe. 2020 has been a hard year for all of us. Hard for our doctors and nurses and truck drivers, grocery store workers. It's been hard for the teachers and students and parents. Hard for those who have had to stay isolated to stay safe. And it's not over yet. But here's what I know. We're Michiganders. We have grit. We have heart. And we are tough as hell. We made it through the Great Recession. We made it through auto bankruptcies. We made it through floods and polar vortexes. But none of us has faced a challenge like COVID-19. Not in our lifetimes. I've said it many times, we are not one another's enemy. This virus is our enemy, and this enemy is relentless. It doesn't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, young or old, rich or poor. It doesn't care if we're tired of it. It threatens us all, our lives, our families, our jobs, our businesses, our economy. It preys on our elderly and medically vulnerable residents and it has exposed deep inequities in our society. This should be a moment for national unity, where we all pull together as Americans to meet this challenge head on with the same might and muscle that put a man on the moon. Seeing the humanity in one another and doing our part to help our country get through this. Instead, our head of state has spent the past seven months denying science, ignoring his own health experts, stoking distrust, fomenting anger, and giving comfort to those who spread fear and hatred and division. Just last week, the President of the United States stood before the American people and refused to condemn white supremacists and hate groups like these two Michigan militia groups stand back and stand by he told them stand back and stand by hate groups heard the president's words not as a rebuke but as a rallying cry 
is a call to action. When our leaders speak, their words matter. They carry weight. When our leaders meet with, encourage, or fraternize with domestic terrorists, they legitimize their actions and they are complicit. When they stoke and contribute to hate speech, they are complicit. In 1981, President Ronald Reagan spoke to the NAACP's annual convention and his comments stand in sharp contrast to what we have seen on the national and state level Democrat. from his own beloved party in 2020. He said, a few isolated groups in the backwater of American life still hold perverted notions of what America is all about. Recently, in some places in the nation, there's been a disturbing recurrence of bigotry and violence. Then Reagan sent a direct message to those who still adhere to senseless racism and religious prejudice. You are the ones who are out of step with our society, he said. You are the ones who willfully violate the meaning of the dream that is America. And this country, because of what it stands for, will not stand for your conduct. So let me and say we'll this be back loud and with clear. Part two. Hatred, bigotry, and violence.